Hi, my name is Steve Hobbs, and you're listening to County Connections, the official podcast for the Missouri Association of Counties. We're here to promote county government and discuss issues that affect Missourians at the local, state, and national level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to County Connections, Mac's official podcast. I'm Callie, and I'm your host today. For those who are maybe joining for the first time, the goal of this podcast is to connect with officials on the county, state, and national level. Joining us today is no stranger to the association, as she spent over 30 years in the Carroll County Clerk's Office. She's a past president of the Missouri Association of Counties and is a fierce advocate for free and fair elections for all counties. We are so excited to have District 7 Representative Peggy McGaw with us today. Thank you so much for joining us, Representative. Well, thanks for having me so much. This is exciting. And we are so excited to have you and really dive into what your experience as a county official and how that relates to you know, being a state representative over here. And so I want to start at the beginning. I want to take a deep dive into your story of how you got to the position you're in today. Well, thank you for uh, the time that you're giving to this. And I hope it is, um, I hope my friends out there realize that I miss them in county government. So I have just been lucky in my life that I've done things that fit my personality, I think, and my skill set. In that, when my husband, David, and I moved to Carroll County in 1979, I was looking for a job. Um, I answered an ad in the newspaper for a deputy clerk, not even knowing what a deputy clerk was. (laughs) I was hired, and the county clerk at that time was an elderly man that decided to retire at the age of 70. And so having worked for him for nine years at that point, he helped me learn the job that I was learning anyway because I was doing the work and uh, encouraged me to run for office and I did so in so he um, he was a, a mentor and he helped me realize that I could be an elected official and it I guess the rest is history on that level I, I really enjoyed being a county clerk I love elections and the transition from county government to state government was probably easier for me than some people that you know come in without any county experience yeah I'm sure absolutely having that grasp definitely helped and so what brought you to the House of Representatives here in Jefferson City well so let's fast forward after my tenure as county clerk to late 2017 Mm -hmm. and our son Joe Don McGaw was serving his fifth year as the state rep from the 39th district which before redistricting that's the area we served Carroll, Sheraton, and Ray counties. Mm -hmm. And as you know, redistricting moved the district lines around, and I now serve Carroll, Livingston, and Lynn, and a portion of Ray. Okay. But at that time, he was an attorney in private practice in Carroll County, in addition to being the state rep for the 39th district. Mm -hmm. And he was appointed as Carroll County's associate circuit judge, 
which set me up to consider taking his place. And he came to me and said, Mom, I think it's time for, for you to go to the Capitol. Oh, wow. So that was, it was, it was great for our family. Um, the speaker allowed him to give me the oath of office. Oh, how special. And so the family was here, and you bet, it was special. A lot of my county clerk and county friends were here. Oh. And I tried to continue in his footsteps with certain committees, but mm-hmm. as an attorney, he, he was a lot more important than me. <laughs> so uh, I finally got my, my skill sets, with which is elections and county government. Absolutely, and we appreciate that, that work that you are doing for county government. And so that kind of takes us into this next portion of our conversation. And I am super curious to hear, you know, you were a county clerk and in the county clerk's office for years and years. And so you've just been able to watch a lot of different things and be able to work under a lot of different leadership over here at the state. And so how did your position in county government and your scope on the local lens set you up in the House? I have my involvement in this very organization, the MAC organization, to credit for my Mm. ease from county to state. Yeah. Because as a member of the leadership team, we would come to the Capitol, we would, you know, stay in tune with what bills were moving or not moving, how to lobby how yeah. to talk to uh, senators and representatives. And the year that I was the president in 2009, I got to go to Washington, D.C. several times and to the National NACO conventions. And I was just able to learn from peers. Mm-hmm. And just I, I knew at that point I could probably try And so I I wasn't shy then to try to be in that special election in February of 18 and was on the ballot three times in one year. That was that was difficult. But each time I was successful. And then when the district changed this past census, I was successful again. So here I am. Wow, that's amazing. And I think that's something that we are still implementing in MAC, you know, we talk about the importance of, you know, our county officials not just coming to the Capitol to, you know, walk around, but making those intentional efforts to get to know their state officials and their representatives. And even at the national level, that connection is what really sparks wanting county government to be in the focus of these legislators' mind. And I know that is pretty easy for you to do, um, having your experience. It's always a really special um, experience to be on that executive board, and you get to kind of have a unique lens in seeing the organization. Being here now as a state representative and watching MAC members, I'm sure, is just as cool. It is. It is. And I always want to say, you know, Don't be afraid to speak out. Don't be afraid to be out of your comfort zone because it it takes leaders like you tend to be when you're an elected official to um, get get the message across. And you're right, building relationships with each other in mm-hmm. the county, with each other in the MAC organization, and here in the Capitol. Build those relationships, step out, and uh, make every effort you can to keep in touch with them, yeah. especially with term limits. Term limits has changed the way in which you can lobby with some authority because. Mm-hmm. The freshmen coming in, a lot of times, that have no experience, they don't even know what these positions do. For one thing, they get confused, the difference between a county clerk and a circuit clerk, which are totally two different, Mm -hmm. you know. uh, They don't know what all the responsibilities of the assessor Mm -hmm. and such. And so the affiliates need to stay 
involved and Mm -hmm. active to get their message across. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Stronghold Data. What would you do if your county was hacked? Now is your chance to find out. Stronghold Data, a Mac Platinum partner in association with the Missouri Department of Homeland Security, is excited to announce six new ransomware tabletop exercises across Missouri this year, exclusively for public sector officials. This is your opportunity to experience a simulated significant cybersecurity incident and work with your peers to examine your response preparedness in terms of coordination, collaboration, and information sharing. Visit strongholddata.com events to find a tabletop near you or contact Stronghold Data at info at strongholddata.com or 417-627-9878. Seating is limited, so register today. I would love to hear a little bit about um, your specific goals as, you know, we are slowly making our way towards the end of session and it'll be here before we know it. And so we'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, what you've been up to so far since January. Well, after running hundreds of successful elections and being recognized from the state auditor's office for excellence in county budgeting, I felt like I should probably stay within my wheelhouse with the bills that I filed at the beginning. I've branched out a little because people will come to me with just my life experience in some situations like flood, flood resiliency, because my area does flood. So, you know, I, this year was very, very proud to be appointed by the speaker as the chair of elections and elected officials. So when you think about my past and now being here, it's like I'm at the pinnacle of my career. You know, where am I going from here? After, because of term limits, I'm just going home. Yeah. So I'm trying to do everything I can each year with the legislation that I do carry and now the legislation that comes through my committee. Mm-hmm. And the county clerks know that they can depend on me. I'm helping them. But what a lot of other affiliates through MAC don't realize is any bill that passes with a fiscal note to counties affects every single office because that's less money. If it's a mandate, that's less money than they that they've got to spend on other needs in the county. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of a fiscal hawk, <laughs> self-appointed. <laughs> and again, the relationship with MAC um, just is so important and i'm i'm proud to uh, be here in this position and be able to be the the voice to carry on the county's needs yeah is there any specific legislation that you're working on this session well last year we got the really great election bill that uh, county clerks and just a lot of people in general have wanted for many years and that's the photo id legislation mm-hmm so with that, we got two weeks of no excuse absentee, worked on that as a clerk years ago. That was mm-hmm. something that we didn't think was ever achievable. And we got the two things together in the same bill Wow! because that was what the compromise was. We'll give you this if you give us that. That's the other thing. It's so important. You can't come down here saying, I know more than anybody else on this subject. Therefore, everyone's going to listen to me. It doesn't happen. I can tell you that also from experience. So you do the give and take. And yeah. it feels good when you reach across the aisle if that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. It feels good to that you get a, a vote where everybody votes for it. I mean, that's unheard of, right? 
So the, the other committees and the other bills I've been on, besides the elections bills, I filed a bill last year as well to change the way in which the counties do their financial statements. Mm. And as I did my research on that, MAC had been working on that very issue for over 20 years. 20 years, different people had uh, sponsored it, and we finally got that through the Senate and the House, and it was signed into law last year. Now, it was a consent bill going over to the Senate, and what that means is it had no fiscal note on it. When it came back from the Senate, it was loaded down with 16 amendments that made the fiscal note $8 million. Wow. But, you know, I wasn't going to vote no on my own bill. (laughs) So it passed, and um, the counties did, uh, unfortunately, have some additional expenses on some of the other things. But I was with a group that was so thankful that on March 1st, they didn't have to worry about publishing that financial statement. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that is super important, you know obviously like taking that action yourself and then listening through that entire process to county officials and obviously post legislation once it's signed into laws still having that collaborative conversation is something that um we admire about you that's something that why you're one of our greatest allies over in the house that's for sure that's for sure you know we're getting ready to wrap up and i would just love to know if there's anything else you'd like to add for our listeners today well, as freshmen, when we come in fresh here, we're told to vote the three C's. Number one is our conscience. Number two is our constituency. And number three is our caucus as a Republican. But, you know, I added two more C's, and that's counties and cities, mm-hmm. because my heart is with them. And they are the unsung heroes of government, the closest to the people. So I make sure that cities and counties can come to me ask me to file a bill or I will support the other bills on the House floor because those are very, very important issues for especially small counties and small cities. Well, Representative, thank you so, so much for joining us today. And um, we thank you for your constant voice um, in the House here in Jefferson City and remembering counties always through that. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us on County Connections, Mac's official podcast. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And if you enjoyed listening, make sure to follow wherever you listen to podcasts. To keep up with the Missouri Association of Counties, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Mo Counties. We'll see you next time.